And today we're going to talk about gall. In the Bible, there are many stories about gall. God uses the word gall. When, when, when Abraham had faith in God, he was called to go. He was leaving his past behind. His past culture. His old lifestyle. And he was physically moving into the promised land. Generations later, his people was went to Egypt. And for 400 years they were in slavery. Generations. The legacy, the thought patterns, they were slaves. They were remembering the promises God had given Abraham. They remembered. And they were crying out to God. Save us, rescue us. Rescue. Save us, help us. Yes, So they were crying out to God and God heard their cry. And God sent Moses. And Moses, he said, from God, as a messenger from God, he said, let my people go. And he talked with the king who, was, who had these people in slavery and he said, we want to go and we want to worship. Of course, no one in the kingdom, the king didn't want to let go of a million slaves. Imagine the financial loss. But when God says something, no matter what power stand against, if God is for us, who can be against us? And so the people of Israel, after a long, you know, the, the story, maybe if you read the Bible, you will find the story. They are leaving, walking out of the slavery. And when they are walking out of the slavery, the Egyptians actually give them gold and silver and riches, so they're walking out richer than ever. No one could see they were slaves. But then they came to the Red Sea. And they stopped. And then they looked back. And now the Egyptian army had changed their mind, so they were chasing them, going to kill them. And, and then they're standing there, and God said, Go, and where do we go? And God told Moses, take out your staff, your rod. And then open the Red Sea. And then they walked through the sea. 
แล้วเขาก็เดินผ่านทะเล I don't know how God did it He blew some wind or something It became like ocean world as they walked through แล้วก็ไม่รู้ว่าพระเจ้าทำยังไงส่งลมมาหรือยังไม่รู้แต่ว่ามันกลายเป็นเหมือนแบบ the sharks and the stingrays I don't know something like that It's in my imagination okay เด็กอาจจะเห็นฉลามหรือว่าปลากระเบนลอยออกมา and they walked through the red sea แต่ว่าเขาก็เดินผ่านทะเลแดงไป and they came out on the other side แล้วเขาก็มาถึงฝั่งตรงข้าม they left their 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 history of slavery Because they were on their way to the promised land. The Christian life is like a journey. Where God is calling us. And He says, "Go." And then we take this journey. All of us in here, we're on this journey. And and we take one step at a time. If you want, if you try to do everything at the same time, you might get messed up. It might be a mess. If you play the, if you play, if you're writing a book, you have to write one letter at a time. One word at a time. One sentence at a time. If you're running a marathon, and you're in the middle of it, if you think how far you have ahead of you, you might get tired. But instead, you have to take one step at a time. If you're learning to play the violin. I have a son in my home now who's learning to play the violin. You have to learn how to play one tone at a time, one note at a time. And by the way, he is doing really good. He's on the front here. Yes, he's doing really good. He will play right now. No, I'm kidding. Don't need to play now. He's playing the viola. That's a big difference for you who know. Violin, viola, very big difference. Like this big difference. Anyway, those who know know, and I don't know apparently. But when you learn to play an instrument, you have to learn how to play one step at a time. If you're going to play a music piece, you can't play all the notes at the same time. It would be a mess. But you take one step at a time. And then your steps would not be a mess, but it would be a progress. What, what is your next step? Maybe you are a Christian. Maybe you've been a Christian. You have left the slavery of sin. Maybe there are obstacles. Maybe you feel like you're stuck. If you're not yet baptized, how would it be to take that step into the water? And to leave the past behind. To be washed clean, not only on your body, but primarily to rise up as a new creation in Christ. And 
new identity, a new family, a new nation. If you are a Christian and you have not yet been baptized, we're going to have baptism soon. So let us know so we can explain and teach you the importance of baptism. But there are things that you cover. The enemy forces that are chasing you will be covered by that waters. It's like starting a new chapter. There's something that's been past and now you are in a new life. So let's listen to when God calls us and he says let my people go. I want to look at three passages when Jesus says the word go. Jesus said to one man he said, take up your mat and go. Jesus said to a woman who was caught in adultery and he says, go and sin no more. And before Jesus left this earth, he told all his disciples, he said, go and make disciples. Let's read from John chapter 5, verse 6 to 8. And it says, when Jesus saw him lying there, now, now if we read the few verses before, we see that there are many paralyzed, many lame, many blind, many deaf people that are at this place waiting for healing. It's some kind of pool and when they're, when they're dipping themselves in this pool at the right time, at the right place, then one person will be healed. And there is one man who's been lame for 38 years. So he's been paralyzed. He's not walked for 38 years. We don't know how old he is. But we, we know that he has been paralyzed. He's been crippled for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been there a long time, he said to him, do you want to be healed? The sick man answered, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. And while I'm going, another steps down before me. And Jesus said, Get up, take your bed, and walk. พระเยซูจึงตรัสกับเขาว่าท่านอย่าจะหายเป็นปกติหรือเปล่าคนป่วยนั้นทนต่อพระองค์ว่าท่านเจ้าข้าเมื่อนั้นกำลังกับเพื
So, what a powerful promise. What a powerful story. But, but Jesus is a bit strange. There is a guy who's been waiting for his miracle for 38 years. And Jesus asks him this question. Do you want to be healed? Come on, Jesus. Why do you think he's here? Isn't this an obvious question? Well, Jesus, when Jesus asks questions, he already knows the answer. But he's asking the question because he wants you and me to think. Because maybe this man had been there so long. He had found his comfort place. Maybe the excuse was he was so used to always being the victim. That, that maybe he has he had formed his identity around being a victim. Now Jesus had to wake up his thoughts to change his mind. Do you want to be healed? Many, many of the Israeli people who left the slavery of Egypt, they were longing to go back to the slavery when they were on their way to the promised land. They did not value their freedom more than the onion soup they dreamed of in Egypt. You know what God has planned for you is greater than your comfort zone. Your calling, your cause, is greater than your comfort zone. It's time to leave the time of excuses. When, when this man was asked, do you want to be healed? He came up with all the excuses why he wasn't healed. But Jesus just said one word. And then a few more. But he said, go. Go. It's impossible. How can you tell a paralyzed guy to walk? And not enough, he has to carry his bed. Come on, Jesus, he's paralyzed. You know, just taking a step, that would be a miracle. He had not walked, he has not walked in 38 years. How did he walk? We don't know. Maybe he walked like, whoa. <laughs> we don't know. But Jesus believes in him. And he speaks faith over him. You can do the impossible. 
พูดว่าเขาสามารถทําสิ่งที่เป็นไปไม่ได้ and the man got up took his bed and he walked แล้วเขาก็ลุกขึ้นแล้วเขาก็ถือแคร่แล้วก็เดินออกไป he stepped out of 38 years of being lame of being sick of being limited of being stuck แล้วเขาก็ได้ออกไปจากการที่ติดอยู่ในการที่เป็นง่อย I believe that today God's going to speak a word to you. He's going to call you out to go. แล้วก็ผมเชื่อว่าวันนี้พระเจ้าต้องการที่จะพูดแล้วพระองค์ต้องการที่จะพูดกับทุกคนให้ไป He's going to call you beyond your excuses. พระองค์ต้องการที่จะเรียกคุณแล้วก็ให้เรียกคุณเหนือข้ออ้างต่างๆที่คุณมี Beyond your comfort zone. มากกว่าความสุขสบายที่คุณมี And you're going to find life as it was meant to be. แล้วคุณก็จะได้พบเจอชีวิตที่มันควรจะเป็น But when God says go, it's always impossible. 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 แล้วก็อยากจะพูดถึงอันต่อไปก็คือไปแล้วอยากทำบาปอีกจากพระธรรมยอนบทที่8 But wait wait let's go back sorry I'm 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 skipping one passage here I don't want to skip this Why did God tell him to pick up his mat แล้วก็เดี๋ยวขอกลับไปนิดนึงนะคะว่าพระเจ้าทำไมต้องทำไมพระองค์ให้เขาถือแค่ให้ชาวคนนั้นถือแค่ออกไปทำไมพระเจ้าเรียกคุณให้คุณถือถือแค่ของคุณออกไป Because you're not going back You have to change your mindset. You are not going back. You will never be the same again. God is calling you out from being a victim. So grab your mat and walk. Take your mat. You are changing address. You're changing address. Let everyone know. They won't find you in that place needing of a healing because now you're walking in your healing. Take up your mat and go. Next passage is from John chapter eight. Jesus is sitting teaching the people. And and then the Pharisees, the religious elite, are bringing him a, a woman. She was caught in the act of adultery. And now they're asking Jesus. They say the law says that she should be stoned to death. แล้วชาวฟาริสีก็บอกบอกกับพระเยซูว่าเธอควรจะในกฎหมายได้บอกว่าเธอนั้นสมควรที่จะถูกหินขว้างจนตายแล้วเขาก็ได้ตรวจสอบพระเยซูแต่พระเจ้าพระเOne by one, beginning with the older ones, and Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Jesus stood up and said to her, "Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you?" She said, "No one, Lord." And Jesus said, "No, neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, sin no more." 
และเมื่อพวกเขายังทูลถามอยู่เรื่อยๆพระองค์ก็ยืดพระไกขึ้นตัดตอบเขาว่าใครในพวกท่านไม่มีบาปให้เอาหินคว้างนางก่อนไปคนแรกแล้วพระองค์น้อมพระไกลงเอานิ้วเขียนที่ดินอีกแต่เมื่อพวกเขาได้ยินอย่างนั้นเขาก็ออกไปทีละคนเริ่มจากคนเฒ่าคนแก่เหลือแต่พระเยซูตามลำพังกับหญิงคนนั้นที่ยืนอยู่ต่อพระพักพระองค์พระเยซูยืดพระไกลขึ้นตัดกับนางว่ายิงเอ๋ยพวกเขาไปไหนหมดไม่มีใครเอาโทษเธอหรือนางทูลว่าท่านเจ้าข้าไม่มีใครเลยแล้วพระเยซูตรัสว่าเราก็ไม่เอาโทษเหมือนกันจงไปเถิดและจากนี้ไปอย่าทำบาปอีก Go and sin no more ไปและอย่าทำบาปอีก It's a little bit strange story this as well มันก็เป็นเรื่องที่ค่อนข้างจะแปลกนิดนึง How come they only caught the woman ทำไมเขาจับแค่ผู้หญิงมา What happened to the man แล้วผู้ชายล่ะเพราะว่าไม่สามารถที่จะผิดประเวณีได้ถ้าไม่ผู้ชายหรือว่าผู้ชายคนอันจะวิ่งเร็วมากเราก็ไม่รู้แต่ในสังคมบางทีเราอาจจะเหมือนกับว่ากล่าวหาแค่คนคนเดียวและว่าใช่แล้วเขาก็ถูกพระบิดาบอกว่าเขาถูกแล้วก็ในพระคัมภีร์แล้วก็นายพระพี่บอกว่าเธอสมควรคู่แก่ความตายเพราะว่านายพระคัมภีร์บอกว่าค่าเจ้าของความบาปคือความตายมันอาจจะใหญ่อาจจะเล็กมันอาจจะมองเห็นได้หรือว่าซ่อนอยู่แต่ทุกบาปเปรียบเสมือนความรักและความเมตตาและความรักแต่ว่าทุกความบาปนั้นมันทําให้เราออกจากทั้งความบริสุทธิ์ความรักและความดีของพระเจ้าไม่มีใครที่จะสมควรเข้ามาอยู่ในพระสิทธิของพระเจ้าและพระเยซูบอกว่าใครที่ไม่มีบาปให้โยนก้อนหินก่อนแล้วพระเยซูก็บอกว่าแม้เราก็ไม่เอาโทษเจ้า Because he is the one that takes our punishment of our sins. He's taking your shame. He's taking your guilt. And he dies for you on the cross. Your his love changes everything. And but then he says, "Go and sin no more." What a strange word. มันเป็นอะไรที่แปลกมาก Aren't we all sinners? พวกเราไม่ใช่คนบาปหรอ Can we go without sin? เราไปแล้วไม่มีความบาปได้ไหม Just as much as a paralyzed 38-year-old paralyzed man can't walk, so a sinner like you and me can never walk without sin. Again, just as much as the lame man cannot walk, a sinner cannot walk without sin. ก็คือถ้าถ้าถ้าคนถ้าคนง่อยไม่สามารถที่จะเดินได้คนบาปก็ไม่สามารถที่จะเดินได้โดยไม่มีความบาปถูกต้องครับถูกต้อง yes correct very good so God asks us to do the impossible พระเจ้าพระองค์ได้ให้เราทำสิ่งที่เป็นไปไม่ได้ because when Jesus says you can go เพราะว่าเมื่อพระเยซูทรงบอกว่าสามารถไปได้ You can go. You are not like you used to be. You have changed your address. You have changed your heart. You have set your heart. Just like we read last week, you could set your heart. Still do some stupid things sometimes, but it's not 
the course of your life anymore. It's not, it's not possible. But with God, all things are possible. And Galatians chapter 5 verse 16. Walk by the Spirit. And you will not gratify the cravings or the desires of the flesh. Walk in the power of the Spirit. It's not your own strength. A layman cannot walk. A sinner can't be a saint. But by the Spirit of God, that which was impossible is now possible. I'm preaching good news for you. Because being free from sin is not just being guiltless, coming, making your way to heaven. It's walking with heaven where you are right now. แล้วก็ในการที่เราจะเดินไปอย่างไม่มีความบาปนั้นไม่ใช่การที่เราเดินโดยที่ไม่มีความบาปแต่ว่าคือการที่เราเดินแล้วก็มีสวรรค์อย
Maybe I don't know. Maybe you were brought here by your friends today. And you feel like the friends are like the Pharisees, the religious elite, throwing you in front of Jesus, and you're kind of waiting for everyone to condemn you. No one will condemn you. We're all family. We're all struggling humans. humans. But the Spirit of God is doing something in our heart. That makes us love people that used to be like us or that we used to be like. And we're all on this journey together. We take one step at a time. But we know that it's not any man who can boast in his proceeds, in his, in his progress. It's only by the work of the Spirit. But we say, we kill. We kill, we destroy the deeds of the flesh by the Spirit. I remember as a child, I remember one time I was helping my dad in the garden. We were about to build a veranda. Veranda, uh, what do you call it? Like a balcony, but on the ground. <laughs> and, and we had to dig up a lot of dirt and stones. And we put it on the wheelbarrow. Wheelbarrow, Okay, something like that anyway. And then my dad said, you know, looking at me, I was not very big, not very strong. And he said, Daniel, can you take that and, and, and drive it down there and, and put all those things over there? And I was looking at my dad like, I can't even lift one shovel of that dirt in there. It's impossible. And he said, come on, you can do it. I will help you. And so I grabbed the wheelbarrow. And my father came from behind and he helped me. He took my hands and he lifted it up together. And I was able to drive the wheelbarrow. Many times in our Christian life, we might look at things and say, I can't do that. But the Spirit of God who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. You need to run from temptation but you have someone that's stronger in you that even though it looks like a red sea is ahead of you trust in God he will take you through step by step you will see the miracle unfold because it's only by the spirit of God the last thing I want to talk to you about today is when Jesus says to his disciple on his last day on earth, he says, go into all the world. Actually, I 
ในโลก We can read from verse 18. And Jesus came to them and said, "All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age." พระเยซูจึงเสด็จเข้ามาใกล้แล้วตัดกับพวกเขาว่าสิทธิอำนาจทั้งหมดในสวรรค์ก็ดีในแผ่นดินโลกก็ดีทรงมอบไว้แก่เราแล้วเพราะฉะนั้นท่านทั้งหลายจงออกไปและนําชนทุกชาติมาเป็นสาวกของเราจงบัติสมาพวกเขาในพระนามของพระบิดาพระบุตรพระวิญญาณบริสุทธิ์และสอนพวกเขาให้ถือถือรักษาสิ่งสารพัดที่เราสั่งพวกท่านไว้และนี่เนี่ยเราจะอยู่กับท่านทั้งหลายเสมอไปจนกว่าจะสิ้นยุค Go and make disciples of all nations ไปและสร้างชนทุกชาติ That's impossible. We can't do that. These were twelve simple. Some of them fishermen. Some of them other trades. But they were simple people. 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 God, can't you have chosen like wealthy kings and and like professionals to do that? พระเจ้าทำไมพระองค์ไม่เลือกคนที่แบบเป็นกษัตริย์คนที่มีตังคนที่เขาสามารถทำได้ No, he was just looking for someone who would commit themselves to follow him because he said, "Come and follow me." And many had the opportunity, but he chose twelve because they followed him. แต่ว่าพระเจ้านั้นต้องการต้องการคนที่ต้องการที่จะทำเพื่อพระองค์ผู้เดียวเท่านั้นดังนั้นคนที่ต้องคนที่พร้อมที่จะไปเพื่อพระองค์ Today God is calling us. Go and make disciples. Go and 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 change lives. What does the word disciple mean? It's it's a word that it is is borrowed from the trade of like a carpenter or a fisherman or someone working physically. They would have a disciple that they're training. They would watch what their master did. And they will start to work together with him. So that they could become like their master. And then they could train others. Now Jesus in, is into the life-changing business. The impossible. Making the lame man walk. Making the sinners to saints. Walking in freedom. Jesus says, "Whatever you have received as a gift, you can give." Now we are praying, God, change this city, change this nation. We're asking God send revival. But have we received what He wants to do? Can we give what He has given? First, we have to see His 
changed, transforming our lives. His power changed and transformed our lives. So that we can go and make disciples. Today God is calling you to do the impossible. You are the one. Go and make disciples. Oh, but I can't, you know, there are so many excuses or this and that. The worship team is not good enough. The pastor is not preaching well enough. He says, go and make disciples wherever you are sent. And in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, Jesus said, you will receive power. When the Holy Spirit comes on you, and then you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth because nothing is impossible with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is about to do great things through you. He will change your life but he will change so many lives through you. Jesus said, it's better for me that I leave so that the Holy Spirit can come. Who's the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is, is God's Spirit. It's Jesus' Spirit. It is God with us. It's not just a, a spiritual power, it's a person. It's your helper. When my wife and I and our four kids moved to Bangkok, it was because God said go. Go and make disciples. And then God told me about Bangkok. Yeah, he told me about Krungtep. I had no idea what Krungtep was. I had to Google what is Krungtep. And then I realized, oh, this Bangkok is Krungtep. And then we moved here. And we tried to learn Thai. We're still trying. Still learning. Okay. <laughs> and then I remember on Children's Day 2008 was our first, like we'd been six months in Thailand. We had, we had told so many people about Jesus. Everyone smiled and said yes. I don't know if they understood our Thai or our English, or but they were all polite and they said yes. But we, had, but we had not seen anyone give their hearts to Jesus. And we had sold everything we had and, 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 and you know, it costs a lot of money to move and have six kids and bringing them to school and everything. And we're six kids? Six kids, no, four six kids, kids only. <laughs> I don't know, is there any kids we don't know of? No. <laughs> 
แล้วก็ก็ต้องเหมือนกับว่าต้องขายทุกอย่างที่มีเพราะมันต้องใช้เงินเยอะในการที่จะต้องมาอยู่ I'm sounding like an evangelist here. มาย้ายมาอยู่กรุงเทพเพราะว่ามีลูก6คนไหม But but we came to the point. I said, God, we need a breakthrough. And we decided to go downtown. We went to a building called Life Center. And that's where we started our church later on. On Q House Lumpini. And and we came in there and we walked around this shopping center and then we sat down to celebrate the Children's Day with our kids. We let the kids have ice cream. And we were enjoying ourselves. And then I saw a, a man, a young man, a boy. He came in through the doors of the shopping center. And I felt that the Spirit of God wanted to do something in his life. And he walked in, almost walked into another another coffee shop. But then he turned around at the door and he walked into the coffee shop we were seated. And my wife said. I think God wants us to talk with him. It's happened a few times when God speaks to the both of us concerning an individual. So now the whole family was eating ice cream, holding our eyes on him. And then he took his eyes, he ordered some ice cream, and he sat down just behind me. And I tried not to look like a scary preacher. But it's hard. <laughs> Actually, it's always hard. It's always a bit unnatural. But your cause is greater than your comfort zone. Maybe this is the opportunity God sent to us. So I turned around. I smiled at him and I said hi. I said สวัสดีครับ. And then I, I asked him, Do you know about Jesus? That's the second word I said to him. I didn't ask him I asked him do you know Jesus I didn't ask him how are you I said do you know Jesus something like that it's so strange why would you do like that but I, I felt like well if God said this is I'll just shoot and he said I was just thinking about that I was walking in here up the stairs and I was thinking about I have attended a, a Catholic school I heard the stories from the Bible but none of my friends they believe in Jesus and every one of us we're just living for our parties now I've just graduated. And I'm about to go to study in Belgium. And I'm wondering, is this all that life is about? Just following this career or is there more? 
แล้วผมก็กําลังคิดอยู่ว่าชีวิตมีแค่นี้หรือเปล่าในการที่จะตามเ,เดินทางการมีชีวิตอยู่เพื่อการงานหรือว่ามันมีอะไรมากกว่านี้ I was thinking is there more than just these parties that everyone else is maybe there is something to the stories about Jesus แล้วผมก็คิดว่าบางทีมันอาจจะมีอะไรมากกว่าการปฏิสังสรรค์เพราะว่ามันคิดว่ามันมีเรื่องราวของพระเยซูมันมีอะไรมากกว่านั้น And praise God he spoke very good English แล้วก็ขอบคุณพระเจ้าที่เขาพูดภาษาอังกฤษได้ดีมาก And so I said thank you Jesus Not only for his English, but God had prepared him. The Spirit is already doing things. ไม่ใช่แค่สังเกตเขาเท่านั้นแต่ว่าเป็นเพราะว่าพระวิญญาณนั้นได้เตรียมเขาให้เรียบร้อยแล้ว You might feel like you're clumsy when you try to share, but know that it's not by your own power. It's by the Spirit of God that is on you. บางทีคนอาจจะรู้สึกงุ่มงามแบบว่าไม่ถนัดในการที่จะทำอะไรแบบนี้แต่ว่าพระวิญญาณของพระเจ้านั้นพระองค์ได้เตรียมคุณให้พร้อมแล้ว Don't give up. Take one step at a time. อย่ายอมแพ้แต่ว่าให้เราเดินไปทีละก้าว with you. God is leading you. พระเจ้าพระองค์ทรงอยู่กับคุณพระเจ้าพระองค์จะทรงนำคุณ A year later he had moved to Belgium and he wrote us a letter thanking us for introducing him to Jesus. แล้วก็ปีหนึ่งปีหลังจากนั้นเขาก็ได้เขียนจดหมายกลับมาแล้วก็บอกเราขอบคุณเราว่าขอบคุณที่ได้แนะนำพระเยซูให้ให้เขารู้จัก And a month after this Children's Day, we had our first baptism in Bangkok. Five people were being baptized. It was our maid. It was some other friends. It was my actually one of our friends from Sweden that came also to be baptized. แล้วก็มีทางเพื่อนแล้วก็มีแม่บ้านแล้วก็มีเพื่อนของผมคนหนึ่งที่มาจากสวีเดนแล้วก็มารับบัติสมาที่นี่ And then within the coming few months 23 people received Jesus แล้วก็เดือนต่อต่อมาก็มีผู้คนอีก23คนที่ได้รับพระเยซูเป็นพระผู้ช่วยให้รอดแล้วก็มันเป็นเพราะว่าพระเยซูเป็นพระผู้ช่วยให้รอดแล้วก็มันเป็นเพราะว่าพระเยซูเป็นพระผู้ช่วยให้รอดแล้วก็มันเป็นเพราะว่าพระเยซูเป็นพระผู้ช่วยให้รอดแล้วก็มันเป็นเพราะว่าพระเยซูเป็นพระผู้ช่วยให้รอดแล้วก็มันเป็นเพราะว่าพระเยซูเป็นพระผู้ช่วยให้รอดแล้วก็มันเป็นเพราะว่าพระเยซูเป็นพระผู้ช่วยให้รอดแล้วก็มันเป็นเพราะว่าพระเยซูเป็นพระผู้ช่วยให้รอดแล้วก็มันเป็นเพราะว่าพระเยซูเป็นพระผู้ช่วยให้รอดแล้วก็มันเป็นเพราะว่าพระเยซูเป็นพระผู้ช่วยให้รอดแล้วก็มันเป็นเพราะว่าพระเยซูเป็นพระผู้ช่วยให้รอดแล้วก็มันเป็นเพราะว่าพระเยซูเป็นพระผู้ช่วยให้รอดแล้วก็มันเป็นเพราะว่าพระเยซูเป็นพระผู้ช่วยให้รอดแล้วก็ม
The Spirit of God is here. I like welcome the worship team to come up. And I believe that God is calling people here today.